Whoa, it has been a little bit since we recorded, but you know what? I feel like this is, this is like wine, you know, you, you let it sit, you let it age, you let it become, you know, what it, what it's supposed to be. The grapes that we were have turned into a fine wine of, um, of, of, uh, probably bullshit, really. Oh no! I'm just gonna let you keep going with this. Okay, cool. You just yeah, you know, I was expecting you know some some input back, but I see we're still on our game, so that's good. I guess we're still grapes. My <laughs> my input would be: I feel like I've aged fifty years in the last two months. That is an understatement. Uh, mm. It has Anthony. Anthony, how are you doing? You know. uh unexpectedly i'm doing very well Mm, tell me about it yeah uh i now completely live on my own which is honestly beautiful i love it it's woo yeah yeah like uh no joke this is i think i am the happiest i've been in a long time you know we've been moved out for like what two weeks i know it says a lot doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> look man i um i agree with you like i i i don't know how you were feeling but like definitely i i feel the feeling after moving out there was a there was a brief period of like unsure and like not sure if I made the right call and if I should have waited longer or something like that. Mm-hmm. But after I got into the groove of it, I'm not going back. <laughs> I have to say, making my own food every day and improving my culinary skills is definitely great. And mm. I enjoy that. Granted, the the best development I have right now is that today my mattress finally arrived. So that was nice. What were you sleeping on before? Oh, I was on the floor. <laughs> you didn't even like do do a couch or do a chair oh do... oh oh the uh the couch arrived today too it was a futon <laughs> all right anthony time to be honest is the is the futon doubling as the mattress uh no actually it is two separate things i have a couch slash futon oh my god that has cup holders in the living room Hold on, I think it. I, hold on, I need you to. I need you to specify your mattress has cup holders or your futon has cup holders. My futon does. Thank God. <laughs> I'd be worried if you were sleeping with a big gulp next to your head. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, though. Like, mm-hmm. what was it? Um, ha- were you expecting it to show up earlier, or is this just kind of the first opportunity? Okay, the futon was supposed to show up a little bit earlier. Um, the mattress was also supposed to show up quite a bit earlier as well, but sometimes that's just what it is. And, mm-hmm. uh, I luckily had a weighted blanket, which, uh, acted as my mattress for the, for the time I did not have a mattress mm. and gratuitous amount of pillows. Those helped as well. I mean, yeah, true. But no, like I remember, hmm? I was going to say, but no more floor, no more floor. That's good. That's good. So last night was your first night not sleeping on the floor. No, no, no. That's tonight. 
Oh, so you're looking forward to it. Next time we record, I'm going to quiz you on this mattress. Okay. I'm going to come and I'm going to come back and be like, it was a mistake. The floor was so comfortable. Look, look, I demoed it uh, during work today uh, when it arrived. And uh, I have to say, the combo with the mattress and the weighted blanket, uh, that was lethal. Uh, I was about to go down and not get back up. Well, I mean, that's what tonight's for. Get up tomorrow, call out of work. I, I can't do that again. <laughs> Your boss would understand. Honestly, he, he absolutely would. I have to say, my my uh, boss and my workplace has been very awesome uh, during the whole situation we got going on. Uh, I, I'm lucky enough to be what one situation of those... Could, what situation could you be talking about? The one that doesn't exist, according to the president. Uh, 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 wait, what? Uh, no, we're not getting political, right? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm not getting political. <laughs> it sounds like you're not. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't have any feelings about this whatsoever. About the idiocy <laughs> of not properly... Anyway. Um, so the, the point is, is that my workplace uh, has been very, acting very nicely during the, the whole thing. And uh, luckily my work has not been impeded too much uh, during this whole thing. And it's actually helped me move in. Hmm. How do you mean? Well, uh, essentially we were given a bunch of PTO uh, for the crisis and such. And... Uh, it also helps that they've had work from home orders as well. Mm. And they're taking the whole thing very seriously. And it has made moving in a lot easier for sure. And just being able to handle day-to-day tasks. And I have to say, it's quite nice to be able to cook for your lunch break. Because, you know, you don't have to drive anywhere. <laughs> and that, that feels really nice. Yeah, I've been feeling that through my work. My work also has me working from home. And thankfully, like... I've barely had any interruption to my work. Like, it's been pretty straightforward. Like, what I was doing in the office, I'm just doing at home now. Um, and working and like working from home and like cooking lunch is like a godsend because I'm just sitting there. I'm like, what do I want to eat? Or normally it'd be like, well, all right, whatever I packed is there. Or if like, or if I like actually want to drive somewhere, I can go pick up something. But working from home, I got plenty of options. True. I mean, uh, I mean, we do have some pretty awesome options in the area where we work, though. So that's that's sure. that's kind of nice. Sure. Um, well, t- tell me then. Expand. Um, what interesting dishes have you made for yourself in your new personalized kitchen? I have learned the the glory of having a twenty pound bag of rice. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that you're just sitting there and you're like oh yeah i'm living on my own now time to eat all this rice (laughs) (laughs) are you just making the rice by itself or you're making something with it well no here's the thing right Uh, you can get like a can of soup of like you know one of those thick creamy soups like uh, a creamy chicken or something along those lines and a cup of rice is enough for like a single meal yeah you just like add those together you get some uh chopped up chicken and you throw that in, and you have your meal right there. Uh, I also have, like, a bunch of, like, canned vegetables that I usually throw in. I usually, like, what I just said before, plus, like, I don't know, like, carrots or something. And that'll mm-hmm. be, like, a meal for me. Or I use, like, one of those, uh, what is it, those instant meals that you, that you can get? 
like ramen meals or uh, noodle meals or something along those lines. I, mm-hmm. I've been very much enjoying those as well. And uh, testing the boundaries of uh, spice, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's that's something that I definitely experienced when I had moved out. Um, I made plenty of chicken and rice for myself, but I also found ways to make that tastier. And that, like, Because you get sick of chicken and brown rice after a while. For me, one of the big things was getting different sauces and spices. So, like, I picked up all kinds of different, like, kind of kind of sauces you would find at Chinese food places. So, like, yum-yum sauce, orange sauce, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All great to go on, like, chicken and rice. Um, but I've also been delving into different spicy foods as well, even though that's, spice is not my thing. Like, I started really experimenting with hot sauces and putting spice onto food and that kind of stuff. It's been great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I do enjoy that stuff a little bit more. And uh, I tried one one of those Korean, uh, what is it, like spicy curries today. And uh, I'm going to tell you this. The, the smell alone had me coughing. But you know what? <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was, that was some good stuff. You know, I, I've been having, a, I'm enjoying having like those kind of like instant meals and kind of modifying them as well. Oh yeah. So like the I bought like a bunch of spices and stuff like that. So like, you know, even though like it it is like a similar instant meal that I had before, I'm still throwing different things into it. Like I'm throwing vegetables into it this time or I'm throwing like some chopped up chicken into it this time. And I just got like a huge bag of shrimp and uh side note, uh don't cook shrimp dry. <laughs> Uh, How do you mean? Okay, so I, I, I want to uh, make a meal for myself, and, you know, I, I want to throw some shrimp into it. And then I realized I never picked up butter. <laughs> oh, you mean putting it in the pan with nothing? Yeah. That's what you meant. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, don't do don't do that with any meats. Like, anything. Like, yeah. chicken. Like, the only thing you can really do that with is, uh, like, prepared meats. Like, if you do a burger or something. Like, that can give off enough grease. Yeah, and uh, you know what? I also had the great idea. You know what? Uh, this thing needs to be flavored up a bit, so I'll throw some Cajun on there, too. So this dry shrimp and Cajun uh, on the pan <laughs> took forever to clean off. And, oh, God, I'll never do it again. At the end of this podcast, remind me to send you a video about that. I found a video from this YouTuber that I like um, that goes over, like, you. Ha- you have gunk stuck to the bottom of your pan how do you get rid of it is a really easy way I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you oh I got it I, I I took the time it took it took forever to do but I scrubbed that shit off oh no 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 this is like you don't need like the arm of Olympus to get oh. to get it off this is like a formula you can put into the pan to have it come off itself ah, you're using brain big brain yeah, time I, I, <laughs> big brain time <laughs> With uh yeah, when I first moved in, I made the mistake of cooking stuff in pans that like definitely left a big like not stain, but like left like stuff at the bottom of the pan that I could not get off. And that video saved my life way too many times. Mm. Uh, I'll send it your way. Um, I think if I remember correctly, it's it has to do with baking soda. Mm. So pick up some of that for yourself. But it's good to hear you're making stuff. Um, if you want, a, if you have shrimp. Making your own coconut shrimp is very easy. I will let you know right now. Like making your own coconut shrimp, if you're into that, is basically like child's play. 
You don't need to do a whole lot. I, I, I didn't even think about that. But now that you've said those words, I have a need. All right, hear me out. Do you know how to make French toast? Like conceptually, like I understand the idea. <laughs> okay, all right. I may, Long story I, short, I may have never made French toast before. Oh, you have a journey to to take. Okay. Okay, number one, buy yourself a waffle iron. You're going to use that more often than you think. I do want to buy a waffle iron. Ah, you know what? My manager gave me a $50 gift card for Bed Bath & Beyond. I know what I'm getting from there now. They're they're like 10... Okay, maybe Bed Bath & Beyond, they're probably closer to 20, but they're they're cheap. Go buy one. Yeah, look, I I also want some comfy slippers, too, so, you know, I can combo that up right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get yourself a coupon for it as well. Bed Bath & Beyond has coupons all the time. Hmm. Anyway, coconut shrimp. Okay. Shrimp. Put it in an egg wash, which is essentially like just egg mixed up. Okay. Um, get some breadcrumbs. Put breadcrumbs on the um, on the shrimp. Then get some coconut shavings. You can buy them like a big bag of them for a dollar. Put that onto the shrimp. And then you cook it in the oven for, I think it's 20 or 30 minutes. It, it comes out great. Like I'll send I'll send you that as well. It, it like if you're expanding your culinary like designs there's a bunch of stuff that you would think is crazy crazy complicated mm-hmm. it's just not that does sound like a really great idea you know every time i go to the store uh i have to say it uh it is very I always end up spending at least like 50 bucks because there's always some new thing I realize, wait, I don't have this and I really should just have it in my pantry. <laughs> I, uh, I, this is going to put, this is going to definitely like turn some people off to me or turn, turn people off to me. Um, I don't get people who get frustrated by going to the grocery store. They're like, Oh God, I have to go buy things from the store. I'm like, no, every time I go, I try and find something new I can make. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to expand what I can make myself, and I'm just like excited, kind of to try out something new. Like um, from Memorial Day, since to, to not date this podcast, Memorial Day just happened, um, and uh, my mom was like, "Oh, bring something for the barbecue, and we'll just we'll we'll um, we'll we'll serve it." We had a small little get together, and uh, I made twice baked potatoes. Which is just like potatoes, sour cream, butter, milk, that kind of stuff. So good, and it it didn't take any effort whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I I know I'm happy because I just picked up like a bunch of like Cajun spice, curry powder, and like chili powder, all that kind of stuff, and some uh, what is it like uh, some uh, su- what is it sweet curry sauce? I think it is as well from mm-hmm. the from from the store that i went to and oh uh, i am so excited just to work with those kind of spices but i also really need to get butter because cooking shrimp <laughs> needs to happen and i need some sort of base to cook it in get some pam get some like get something to just put on the bottom of the pan just so it doesn't stick yeah yeah that's pr- that's probably um, a good idea yeah no um one recommendation if you're cooking with curry if you're if you're a uh, smoke alarm is detachable from the ceiling. Put your smoke alarm far away from where you're cooking. Because you might set that off with curry. Really? I mean, some food just makes smoke. Mm. 
So you have to be careful of that. I'm sure, I'm sure you're... Have you met your neighbors yet? Uh, no, actually. I have I have been a ghost. <laughs> That's fine. I, I would hate for your first impression to your neighbors is the fire alarm going off. Honestly, so. if the first impression to my neighbors is that there's some like curry powder just wafting around the complex, I'm kind of okay with that. <laughs> as like as a thing. Yeah, totally. Actually, um, you know what? I I feel like I would normally be a much like friendlier like hi, kind of introduce myself kind of person, but uh I kind of don't want to given, you know, the coronavirus and all, all that going on, you know? Yeah, it's funny cuz um so I've I've made an effort to meet my neighbors when I moved here. Um and I actually have my upstairs neighbors move out and my and new neighbors move in. And when they moved in, I was like, I guess I want to say hi to them, but I really I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't I can't just go over and be like, hey, how's it going? You shake their hand. So the other day I actually said hi to them through car my car window. Like I was I was getting ready to leave and they came out and I was like, hi, how's it going? Um, it's strange, man. It's It's strange what you kind of like the adjustments we're making. Yeah. You know I, what? I, I, you know what? I, I have to say, I feel very awkward about it too, because you know, each time, like I've, I've almost met my neighbors a few times and the mailman as well. Uh, but each time I didn't have my mask on because I was just doing a quick thing and it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I want to, I want to say up front, I apologize to people if, if coronavirus, stresses them out i i think i think it'd be worth us talking about kind of like what we're what we're experiencing just to kind of like i don't know give people like perspective Mm. um it's it's something me and Ant kind of talked about we wanted to talk about it but i think it's i think considering this has been going on now for almost two months it's kind of worth bringing up yeah i mean I, i see it going on for the foreseeable future as well uh at least until september or whenever a vaccine ends up being made uh but i think one thing that's for sure is that i i feel great (laughs) like for me this is not something that's affecting me negatively uh i know it it is kind of like i i know it has affected some people more but it has had no personal effect on me and i do take the precautions seriously it's just that this has given me more time to just kind of, you know, personally progress, and uh, the situation has allowed me to get easier, uh, easier way to move into my new apartment. So, uh, unlike a lot of people, I'm actually doing quite okay with it. Yeah, you know, it's kind of strange. I've I've been thinking about this since it all started. That this kind of, I. Mm. I don't want to come off like ignorant to this because the, the the coronavirus has affected everybody, my family especially. But it's it's interesting to see that like this has had a lot of positives and negatives for people. Like negatives are very easy to point out. Like people are losing their jobs, people are like getting sick, people are losing family members. Money is money is a constant issue with a lot of people right now. But um. For some people, it's it's seeming like 
it's finally time to kind of like self-reflect or to work on themselves. Mm -hmm. Like I know some people who are taking this time to like really kind of look at like how their life is going and see if they want to like expand on some hobbies they've been meaning to do. Like um, learn, learn a new language, learn a new skill, like doing all these different odds and ends because now people finally have the time. There's no expectation to go out and do anything. So it's just like stay home, do, st do stuff like that. Like it, it, it does sound kind of ignorant. Like to be like there, there, there is a positive to this kind of pandemic thing. But like for some people, there is. Like everyone's kind of experiencing a little bit differently. Yeah, and I think it should definitely said that uh, we, uh, I mean, I, we are taking this absolutely seriously. It's just uh, we are fortunate enough to not mm -hmm. have the net direct negative effects of the pandemic itself, and I. I talk with most of my friends online anyway, so I don't. I didn't really do a lot of one-on-one -on -one meetups before the pandemic, and uh, I know we did have like a movie night we did, but even that, we just moved online, and now we just all watch it in an online in an online way. So I, I don't yeah. feel like I've been isolated from any of my friends or really anybody. Yeah, and I mean, I, I want to reiterate, like it. There are plenty of people who are struggling with this. Just from from our perspective, we're kind of looking at it from like almost a glass glass half full kind of way. Because I, I I've personally been feeling like I miss seeing my friends in person. Like it's been a while since I've hung out with any 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 of the usual gang. For it's it's been about two months. I mean, uh, hell, like my birthday went by and I, I couldn't see anybody because of that. But um transitioning to this like online environment hasn't like robbed me of all the experiences together it's just changed it um it's made it into a, it's made it into something that like i can still enjoy um i can still enjoy even though there's like a terrible horrible thing going on right now mm -hmm. um I, I i feel for a lot of people though because like <clears throat> I can't. This might come. This might come off as just ignorant as well. But like, I feel like the reason why I'm at least enjoying this is because it's. I'm more of an introverted person. I'm more of a person who wants to be inside and wants to kind of like be on my own. Sometimes, I can't imagine people who are like want to go out and see people all the time. How they're de dealing with this. Yeah, that that that's for sure. I'm definitely of the same vein, if not a little bit more. Um... But yeah, yeah, I can imagine for those it's it's gonna be quite difficult, especially those that uh, it's especially gonna be difficult for those that are, aren't able to keep their jobs or be able to work from home or anybody that's going to be an essential worker. I mean, honestly, uh, I, I I do feel bad that so many people do have to go through that thing. But yeah, it's it's unfortunate because one of the big things that my work went through is transitioning almost everybody to an online work environment i mean for the long it's a, it's a meme almost at this point but like it's interesting to see all the businesses basically transferring the jobs that they can transfer to work from home just doing it immediately but um do you think it's gonna yeah, stick it, hmm? do you think it's gonna stick 
Yes and no. I think I think there's going to be some businesses that see how we're operating right now. And they're going to question why they had a building that people came to in the first place. But I feel like there's going to be a lot of big companies that still want people to come in to work in person. Maybe out of tradition, maybe out of necessity. I don't fully know. I know my work, whenever that's getting brought up, it's kind of a big shrug. Because if you think about it, a lot of a lot of productivity is kind of lost from people working from home. Whether you got people dealing with with kids, with pets, with watching TV, with playing video games, doing like doing stuff they shouldn't be doing, but because they're in a home environment, it's harder to police that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I can see a lot of companies kind of looking at that and saying, "How much productivity did we lose from that?" How much money are we saving from having people work from home? Does it kind of weigh out each other? So I, I don't know. It, it, it's, I think it's going to be a mixed bag. Some businesses will go back to being like, oh, yeah, everybody come back to the building and work like normal. And then some people are just going to not do that. Yeah, I know. Um, I kind of enjoy it. Uh, just being able to have the flexibility, I feel, is very nice. Uh Though one of the negatives to it is that my workday can be stopping at 7 o'clock instead. Still putting in 8 hours, but the 8 hours is just spread out. And that I do find a little annoying. But it is also nice to not have to commute and to just be able to take 5 minutes, 10 minutes, and just work on something else. Or do something that I want to do or, you know, take an afternoon siesta. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I'm in a different boat. I kind of want I kind of want to work in a building still. Cuz I I think what's happening with me at least is that I'm struggling to kind of separate my work and my home life. Like I'm wor- like my apartment is not that large. So mm-hmm. it's not like I can just like travel to a different space entirely because i need to work it's like i'm working i'm working very close to my bedroom i'm not working in my bedroom but i'm working very close to it so if i if if i were to be called by my boss and say like hey i need you on for an emergency meeting or something there's no excuse that i can't be like oh sorry i can't come into the office or oh i'm busy it's like well everyone's on lockdown and your home it it's it's it it's kind of challenging only because like i just i want that separation i want to be able to leave work and not worry about like suddenly having to put in more time or put in overtime or to come back in or something like that because of xyz reason Mm -hmm. it's entirely first world problems like i'm gonna keep i'm just gonna keep saying this the entire podcast like I'm definitely in a very privileged position with how I'm how I'm working and how my life has gone with coronavirus going on, but it's still like a challenge to be working, enjoying myself, sleeping, eating, everything within the same small square footage. Yeah, I, I think that's something I very much struggled with when I first went to work from home. Uh 
I'm lucky enough my apartment's big enough to where I can separate my spaces. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I'm lucky where I can have my desk. I have one desk set up for work only, and I have the other desk set up for um, all my, uh, you know, doing fun things or doing my other stuff kind of kind of deal. Uh, where I can have like my sleeping area separate from like the living room area, which also has the nice desk setup that I have as well. But uh, I've been very... It was a huge struggle for me at first when I was working from home because I did not work from home well. And it took a really long time for me to be able to get that together. And honestly, I've only had it together for like a week or two. Really? Yeah, I... I... And I feel like you're not alone in that. Um, like, I, I I can imagine there's tons of people who just, their homes are not set up to do the job that they normally do. And they have like 60 things distracting them from what they normally would be doing. Yeah, and uh, when I was still living with my folks, uh, my workspace, my sleep space, and my fun place was all the same space. And that made it insanely hard. For me to be productive and now that i've been very i'm able to effectively change that and be able to set up the space exactly as i want it and have all the space to myself it has made things immensely easier just to do that right like it, it's it's it it really is something that you can't describe to anybody until they've done it is working for an extended period of time in like a small space like i can't imagine that like spending basically all of your waking hours in one room is easy in any capacity um and then on top of that doing a doing a stressful eight hour job every day is rather difficult um honestly anybody working right now i kind of feel for like you got people who are home like working on a computer in a call center and it's like yeah like you have people yelling and screaming at you because everybody's stressed out in your own home like this is intruding in your own personal space you got people working in restaurants or fast food or any kind of like food place that's having to deal with increased volume because everybody wants to get takeout to like de-stress you got people like like anybody in any kind of job right now i can't imagine is having a good time um i think i was listening to a podcast where somebody was mentioning that like unfortunately the reality right now is now is not the time for now is not the time anyone's gonna thrive it's kind of more of a survive situation right now like everyone's just trying to get by everyone's trying to like make their way through the week um and i mean hopefully hopefully make it through with like your sanity intact yeah i mean uh i feel like depending on the person and the situation uh, it's it is definitely possible to thrive but i think yeah. it's i think it's difficult for the vast majority of people uh, at the moment and I mean, I think a thing to remember is that not everybody's stresses are equal and not everybody's going to experience the same level of stress on 
the same type of stuff. Some of it might be mental. Some of it might be work-related. Some of it might be family-related. But Mm -hmm. all stress is personal. It's going to be most to you, your own stress. Uh, And even though not all stress is equal, everybody is having their own type of stress at the moment. And that is true. Yeah, I mean, totally. Like, at the end of the day... Now is not the time for anyone to be beating themselves up about being stressed out about the current situation because it is it's difficult for everyone involved. You could be like a God. I can't even imagine what like kids in school are feeling. Oh yeah, having to do having to do schoolwork while being home the entire time and like being on a being on like a long leash for that for schoolwork, like. Or I mean, just imagine somebody that is a parent and they're full in their full time work, and now they have to make sure their kids are doing schoolwork at home during those eight hours as well, I, right? I, I don't, ha- I don't have to imagine it. That's my coworker. He's trying to do his job at the same time as keeping his kid working on schoolwork. It's it's insane. Like I don't even know how what the expectation would be right now like that's kind of the big thing right now is like i I don't i don't know i don't know man (laughs) i feel like everything's a big i don't know anytime my boss comes up to me and she's like asking me about like oh how do you think like our business is going to be affected by coronavirus in the future i just kind of give her a big shrug and i'm like i don't know (laughs) like things change daily well, like two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I was sitting around being like, yeah, you know, like, I don't even know if we're going to see like anybody at the New Jersey shore this year. And here we are two weeks later just seeing Memorial Day and everyone piled into the beach like it was a normal day. Fucking idiots. It's just fucking morons. Like, <laughs> <sighs> yeah, like everything right now is a big I don't know. If you're feeling stressed out, feel it, but also don't let it consume you because it is it, it's difficult all around right now. I mean, if you need a minute, take a minute for yourself. I feel like I, I normally try and keep more up to date with the news and such, and I find it difficult to look at the news because it's just distressing at this point. I. I can't I can't go like a week it seems without something like upsetting me uh, just looking at the news and I'm considering of what what I should be looking at at this point oh you know what what ways can I de-stress or get be informed but not be distressed by the information kind of deal you know I'll be honest with you, man. I'm not keeping up with it. Like, I I see people around me watching all the press conferences and watching all of the, the mayors of your local states announce different things going on and, like, what's opening, what's not opening, what could be opening, what... It's... Normally, I think it's a good idea to stay generally up to date to the news. I, I, I don't think it's safe to keep up with every single aspect of the news because 
it feels like chasing your own tail a lot of the time. But for right now, I have no problem with telling people, just don't do it. Like, well, I mean, like stay up to date on your local, like local law of what's going on. Yeah. But don't, don't, don't watch every press conference. Don't watch every hour that like CNN or NBC or any of these like networks have because it's just going to stress you out. It's just going to give you more unnecessary stress. Yeah, I mean, my the biggest annoying thing I have personally is that we have nonpartisan issues that are being partisan issues. Like mm-hmm. this this shouldn't be a debate. This this should just be what's the most effective way to solve things instead of posturing essentially. And it's almost like there's been a problem for the last like 5 years. Yeah. I mean, I just it's yeah it just is it it's it, it's it it's stressful it's extraordinarily stressful because at the end of the day it it feels like and this is as far as i'll go on politics and on a, on this podcast at the time right now but like it it really it does feel like politics are being played with a situation that's a public health crisis yeah when it should just literally be here is what is best for the country or here is what's best for your state or here is what's best for your local county this is what we're doing like it it shouldn't be some big crazy like 10 part story about like oh yeah well we tried this and no one could agree so let's so let's go with this i i didn't agree with it because i feel like it was it was giving funding to the the like wrong people it's like no people need help right now businesses need help state governments need help everybody needs help why 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 are we arguing i mean i i get it to a degree but there's like certain things shouldn't be debate like masks there shouldn't be a debate like that's that's simple and yet that's political somehow it's political to put on a on a mask right Mm -hmm. like that's something that the president is making political like this this shouldn't be this shouldn't be like, I, I, I honestly would have thought that this would have been one of the things that could have brought Democrats and Republicans together. And there's just insanity. Like, I... It's... I don't know, man. I, I, think, I think we should leave it there, uh, at least, at least politics-wise, because... Yeah, I, I, I think there is a good chance for things to get better as long as safety guidelines are followed and people take the proper precautions. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a definite thing to where, like, you know, there's going to be zero deaths. I, I think that's an absurd thing. But I, I think as long as 
you you have people in power that are taking the correct steps that we can minimize the damage of what's going on but i think this is the type of damage that can be expected for the foreseeable future at least uh, this isn't something that's just going to go away it's not going to just because you're putting on a strong face it's going to suddenly disappear i think this is something we're going to be struggling with at least until well a vaccine's made so like september minimum right and then you yeah. got and then you got to roll out the vaccine so how long is that going to take yeah i mean it's 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 going to be a day by day thing because I, I think anytime we we think that there's going to be... Until there's hard, like, hard evidence proof about, like, we have a vaccine, it's being built. I think it's just safe to say for the next three to four months, everything's a wash. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 agree, I agree. Like, look, at this point... At this point, the advice I just give people is be safe and be patient with people. Like, Yeah, I, I think that really is just the best advice is just be patient, be safe, and don't do stupid shit. Yeah, because, I mean, there's plenty of people out there who want to get on with their life and want, and want to, like, get back to doing things that they enjoy. And... It's just not entirely possible, or at least not easily possible right now. I mean, it's not the time, right? I mean, like, it, it, things aren't going to be normal. Uh, yeah. Th they're just not. And even after this is solved, right, like, th this is still going to be, like, a continuing issue that's present. There's there's still going to be, what what is the next virus going to look like? So, like, we've had, like, things like SARS or we've had uh, H1N1 or we had Ebola, like things that have been popping up. So it, I, I think this is something that's going to stick with the public consciousness. That That's for sure. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I think the one thing that I kind of want to, I, I kind of want to wrap the podcast on is like what 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 do you think we should recommend for people to do during during um like quarantine times cuz i i've been struggling personally to like really recommend things to people to say like oh watch this and this will be a good way to get your mind off of things but i do have a few things okay um, more or less like what i'm asking is like what what have you been doing to kind of pass time during this in your free time uh well moving in has definitely taken up uh quite a bit of time but honestly it's been a lot of uh self-improvement stuff uh i think for one i do enjoy games a lot so i've been exploring a few of those different interests uh kind of tying back to the previous podcast we had hmm. um but i i think really that you need to have a strong hobby I think that's really the best way to get through this is if you don't have one, start feeling stuff out. Feel what's uh, kind of nice. You like video games or maybe it's learning a new language or maybe take some online classes or, you know, there's 
many different ways that you can try and self-improve yourself. Uh, yeah, finally, finally sit down. Watch that movie that you've been saying you're going to watch forever. Like it, there's, there's time to do these things now. Um, and that's kind of something I've been, I've been doing. Like I've been working through games and movies that I've been trying to watch forever that I just kept saying I didn't have time for. And now I do. I'm still doing the will I, won't I with Age of Empires 2, so, you know, I still haven't decided whether I like that game or not yet. I expect a full answer by the next time we record. <laughs> I'm going to grill you repeatedly on it, even if you don't want to talk about it. I'm going to I'm gonna hound you all podcast long. I might still not have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, especially, like, the hobby or skill thing you were talking about, like, I think right now, everywhere is offering free resources to learn a new skill. And it doesn't have to be, like, crazy complicated. Like, that's something I want to press on people is, like, don't make a big lofty goal of, like, um, I'm going to create an entire, I'm going to create an entire video game while we're in quarantine. It's, like... Well, do do you know where to start? Do you know how to code? Do you know like start with where wherever you're comfortable with, and then keep pressing that goal further. Like right now, I don't know anything about coding, but I'm trying to. I'm taking the steps towards learning the bare bones basics of it. I'm hoping at some point, um, probably in the next like year i'll be competent enough to like try making my own little programs it, it it's really just about like setting good measurable goals for yourself with learning a new skill yeah i can agree with that i, I would say you should time yourself or set yourself goals that are uh, bite-sized so like uh, it should be a goal for the day or maybe a goal for the week kind of deal so something that is very manageable uh, something that feels real to your day-to-day -day life because when you set like big lofty goals or just like goals that seem like it takes a lot to work up to um it it can just it can just fizzle out or it doesn't feel like something you can really attain so i mean like one of mine was do more exercise and i have like a little routine that i go through every single day just to get more exercise and it's nothing long it's nothing like extensive but it's enough to be like okay so here's the baseline i want to be at the end of the day and then i just push it a little further the next time so mm -hmm. yeah exercise is one thing that I, I like two weeks into quarantine i'm like oh yeah i'm not leaving the house i should probably do something to get my heart rate above a resting beats per minute yeah, um, I, I was kind of having that issue before I moved, uh, and I started to realize it a little bit beforehand, so I'm glad I did the exercises I did, but uh, I should have been able to handle this a lot better physically than I did. <laughs> oh man, we're finally starting that training regimen we talked about probably like 20 episodes ago. <laughs> Many years ago when we were talking about, yeah, you know, we're going to get get fit, we're going to get like... We're going to start working out. 
We're going to oh, get swole oh. like boulders. <laughs> All it took was a global pandemic for us to, to finally start doubling down on that. Um, I do have some recommendations if you don't feel like you want to improve yourself at all, and not like in a bad way, not like in a, oh man, if you feel lazy, but if you feel like you're too stressed out to really like work on a skill or like, or try and improve yourself or just like, or just, just like, you just don't want to think. I got some recommendations. All right. What um, do you got? So number one, Tiger King, I still recommend uh, that is still, that is still, if nothing else, mindless entertainment. You could sit down and watch it and just be like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. If you want something similar that you just don't have to think about, there's a show on Netflix called The Circle. It's a reality show where essentially like eight-ish people are put in these apartments in a building and the only way they can communicate with each other is through, like, instant messenger. They can't interact with each other, like, talking or through face-to-face. And some of the people on the show are catfish. They're pretending to be somebody else. And the show is entirely about, like... It's like a survivor kind of thing where somebody gets voted off at the end of the show. It's really mindless but fun entertainment. Like, I, I enjoy it wholeheartedly. I, I've learned to love these characters, even though they're not people I would really want to maybe know in real life. But they're, 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 it's fun, mindless entertainment. Like, I love it. Hey, I, I get you, man. Uh, it is it is some nice uh, nice filth. I, I can understand that. Sometimes we need a little trash in our lives to uh, you know, brighten it up. Yeah. I... Um... Which is why I'm saying by the next episode, me and Anthony are going to be watching all of it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're going to get a hard pass from me, my dude. Ah, oh, come on. I, I think, honestly, if you watched an episode, you'd want to watch more. Look, like... Okay, so those shows are the type of shows that, like, if you put on, like, it's going to stay on. You're not really going to actively engage with it, but it's going to be in the background. That's, that's what I feel that that type of show normally is, for me at least. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I'm, I, I, I'm recommending it to people as something to kind of mindlessly watch. It's not, it's not a thinking man show. It's not one you're gonna sit down and discuss in like, in like, a philosophy like discussion. It's not gonna be like, how do you feel Joey came to this decision? It's like, no, like everything's pretty bare bones. Everything you kind of understand everything, but it's still very entertaining television. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. How about you? Do you have anything you'd recommend for, for someone just wanting to sit down? I don't really do TV. That's that, that's the thing. Like Most of my stuff is more video game related. Uh, well, even, you, you, even YouTube or like other avenues, not necessarily television. I mean, if you want YouTube recommendations, I, I have many, many recommendations. <laughs> I, there's CPG Grey. Who always does great material? Hold There's... on, let's 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 stick to one channel. Okay. I feel like I want to. I want this to be a I, regular you know, you thing. Know what? You know what? You know what? Journey to the microcosm. I recommend that. It is. What's it about? For one, it's a little bit of a smart show, but it's also like really relaxing to just watch and listen to. It is this very like calm 
calm kind of like presentation of like microorganisms with very calm music behind it. And you have Hank Green uh, from the Vlogbrothers speaking to you uh, about like what's going on with them. And it's kind of like a nature documentary that is just very relaxed and also just interesting at the same time. Highly recommend it. Hmm. Yeah, you know, we've had it on the list for a little while, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to try and look at it again because I feel like uh, it would be up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one recommendation of a YouTuber. It's kind of niche, mm-hmm. but if, you, if you're looking, if this is up your alley, you're really going to like this guy. Um, his name is Lazy Game Reviews, LGR. His whole shtick is going over old computer hardware and software. So he goes over, like, Windows 95, different pieces from back then. Like, it's really niche stuff, but when you're watching it, you're just kind of sucked into, like, how this equipment works or how this software was made or the story behind something. Um, He goes over the, like, story of AOL and, like, kind of like what was up with all the free discs that they were handing out all the time. It's super interesting. And it's super chill. It's not like some like really edgy your seat documentary kind of stuff. It's it's really chill going over this stuff. But it's really enticing if you're into that kind of thing. I'd recommend it. Nice. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we really have for today. Yeah, I I feel good. I hope the world. I hope everyone feels good. I'm gonna give the piece of advice one more time. Stay safe, but stay, uh, losing my memory. What did I say again? Boo doo doo doo. Look, no, no one's ever going to call me perfect. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy. I think that was, Live long and I prosper. I think that's what it was. Live long and prosper. Yes. <laughs> Just be nice. Oh, that's what it was. Be um, Stay safe and be patient with people. Don't be stupid, stupid. Wait, wrong show. <laughs> just, just be safe and be patient with people. Yeah. Everyone's going through a lot right now, and I think everyone could use an extra second or two. Yeah, insert copyrighted terms here. 